You're disappointed in Americans? Fuck you. Every week you do a show about the random stupidity that Americans get themselves involved in, sleeping with fucking teenagers and atomic wedgies and bullshit, and you have the audacity to be angry that we're too lazy to post a review on iTunes. Fuck you. I'm an American. I do what I want. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly, ready to craft Officer Simon. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just start this off, uh, Wackerly, by saying thanks for the birthday wishes, you heartless prick. Oh, yeah. Didn't even get a birthday wish. Yesterday, he texted me. My birthday was yesterday. You texted me yesterday saying, when are we podcasting? But no, like, happy birthday. Yeah. I was gutted. It's not, it's not your 40th birthday. 30, close enough? Close <laughs> enough. No, no. Next year, you'll get a wish. God, not even a, not even a birthday. And you know what? Not only you, Big Jer didn't even call me. Big Jer just sent well, a see, text. See, he's family. That is, that's bad. My sister, she called. Wish me a happy birthday. Didn't even get me a gift. Nothing. No, no, no gift. You know the only love? You know the only love I got on my birthday? It was from this man right over here. My beloved brother right here. Hello. Visit. T. Jeffrey. Wackerly. Jeffrey. He is Hello, my Jeffrey. favorite sibling. I'm this, the only good kid. He is. He, the best sibling award goes to Jeffrey. Yes, it does. He took me to Universal Studios on my birthday. I did. Yep. Did you yep. get any cake or anything? I didn't get cake, but we, he, uh, we went you out for sushi. sushi. Yeah. Hmm. It was, yeah, it was kind was, of a uh, cake made of fish. Raw fish. <laughs> kind of like that, that could have worked. Yeah. yeah. But no, 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 I get I get no birthday no birthday wishes, no birthday gifts. The only thing Jeffrey You just said Jeffrey came down. Well he's the only you one. one. He's the only one that acknowledged my birthday. I did. That's Took me one. to Universal Studios. I did. You ever been there? I did. I went. I went to the one in Florida, not the one in Los Angeles. I heard the one in really Florida Anaheim, I had the Spider Man right? ride. There's no Spider Man ride. I heard there's a Spider Man ride at one of them, there wasn't at this one. Spider-Man's Disney. This well, was way Marvel. before uh, Spider-Man was this big. Was, uh, this was, it was you kind know, of a ripoff. It, it really was, actually. $84 <laughs> to get in there. And the funny thing about it... Kind of a bullshit ripoff. Being a Jew, I was trying to, to uh, negotiate this deal with this Asian kid on Craigslist. Oh, he's going to somehow sneak us in there and then charge us 50 bucks to get in. Uh-huh. I was texting back and forth with this guy. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to work. But I, th- I thought it was going. I thought it was going to happen. And uh, last minute, like a couple hours before we went there, um, yeah, it fell through. Yeah. Now, why didn't you go uh, to Disneyland, which is the more famous, more storied historical amusement park? And but yeah, but you could have got in for free with P Town's tickets. Oh yeah, we, oh, yeah. P Town does have a hook up there, but I hate you're saying it wasn't gay free? enough for Jeffrey. Is that what he said? I, I, I hate that we could get in for free. No. It was my birthday. I didn't want to go. Di- I hate Disneyland. What? I, I really do. I, I can't stand Disneyland. You suck, D. I, I just hate the idea of it. I hate what, walking around the there. I'm not coming for next year's birthday. Oh, it's a huge, huge, no. I'll still be financially recovering from this year's birthday. Where would you rather go? <laughs> Where would you rather, Universal or Disney? 
Universal. Well, I guess now that I've been to Universal, maybe Disney. I don't know. Sam's Universal kind of sucked. <laughs> well, Universal kind of sucks, but what's, what's, you, know, you know what it was? It was like a giant strip mall with the, for, for food courts. That's exactly what Disneyland is like. Yeah, this one was just pretty much basically a big food okay. court. It was kind of a rip, but there were some there were some high points. Like, uh, well, first of all, there are a lot of Hasidic Jews there. I could, there were loads of, loads of Hasids. There were a lot of Jewish Jews. Yeah, really? I, I don't know why there were so many, but every ride we were on, there was like at least twenty Hasids. A shitload of Jews. I would think Jews. they would think that was sinful. That's what I thought. Well, why would they think it's sinful, really? Aren't I mean, I guess like it wasn't on the well, it wasn't on the Shabbat. You know, it wasn't on the Sabbath. Right. Everything you do there, you do through a hole in the sheet. Isn't there a lot of? That was me. <laughs> Isn't there a lot of bacon wrapped food at this food court? I don't think they're eating. They brought their own food. Remember when we were on the studio yeah, tour? They, didn't give us they had like their yeah, they had their own cookies. They're passing out the other Jews. Okay, let me ask you this: Do, do the Hasids hate? The goyim more or like like Jews like you that don't really like the follow. reformed Jews or like the yeah. atheist Jews. I mean, you guys aren't even reformed. You're like, no, I don't know that they really hate. I don't think they hate anyone. Yeah, like what? what? <laughs> they definitely hate the reformed Jews. You know, I, I think but what who do they is, hate more, the reformed Jews or the or the non-believers? This is what my no, dad. Reformed Jews more than no. My Jews. dad used to tell me that they equated reformed Jews or anyone who wasn't a Hasid or an Orthodox Jew just to be goyim, like you're a Gentile. Hmm. It's like they uh, they didn't even acknowledge you had the being chance to be chosen and you threw it away. That's why yeah. I think they would hate you more than me. Because we're not wearing the the, the they were wearing you know it's weird they had summer outfits like they weren't all wearing hats like they were wearing their like white shirts. I saw one they, guy with a black they had, and they yellow had yarmulkes yarmulke. on, right? They, well, they had like the travel yarmulkes, like the, the yeah. summer yarmulkes. You can't uncover your head. No, they, their heads were covered, and the women were wearing wigs. Did you notice that? I didn't. Yeah, it was weird. They were all wearing wigs. Were there any there wigs? Because uh, Amanda pointed that out. Were there, like, hot, she, were there any hot Hasids? Hot uh, Hasids? Yeah. I don't, I don't from think you or from Jeffrey? No, I, I didn't see any. I just saw, I there, there was just, one there like, just that loads of Hasids. I started, they were not very attractive, but I would have done them. I started taking photo collages of uh, Hasids riding roller coasters. I would have done them all. <laughs> there, there were a few casting uh, sidelong glances at Jeffrey as he walked by. I would have done those people, too. Yeah, I noticed that. I just didn't notice Because he's gay? Well, no. I mean, I think they were just kind of just uh, giving kind him of like the the Hasid uh, look. They were like uh, the seductive Hasid look. The, the wink, the Hasid wink. And they were like kind of holding up their sheet with a hole in it. But you, you know, you know what? Though? Doesn't that defeat like, eh, the purpose eh, of the sheet? Eh. Eh. They're just peeking through the hole. They're doing their looking through the hole in their sheet, and I was like, uh, I'm with my brother on his birthday. I can't just go off. Giving you the come hither eye. Did you try to use grinder while you're there? Not while I was there. I just wondering, do you think you could have like possibly hooked up the at bathroom. the Universal theme park? Yes, I definitely think I could have hooked up at the theme park. Yeah, no way. We should have asked you to do that. Okay, I would have done that. I didn't even think about it. No, not to, not to hook up, but just to check to see if you could. Well, okay. Why tease, why tease me? <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, though, the park wasn't that much of a dud. I mean, I didn't like those virtual reality rides. They're just kind they of They were all pointless. virtual reality rides. Yeah, they weren't really even roller coasters. You just go on, like, a, a car that could seat, like, eight people. The Simpsons one was kind of cool. It's, there's a story there. But the thing just, like, it's just screens. And you wore, you know, like, uh, 3D glasses. The Simpsons one was okay. You know what was cool? The, the, uh, the Jurassic Park ride. Uh, you, you got to go on like a, a Jeep. kind of these dilapidated mechanical dinosaurs. Yeah, they're, they're kind of they look like they're animatronic. It was from 1996. They were. It was really bad. It was, it was like all rusted. It's like a bad Simpsons episode. <laughs> you, know, you know what I didn't understand? How come every fucking ride, even the virtual rides, somehow incorporated water? Like you got sprayed with water yeah, somehow. It was a little filthy too. It was just gross. 
Theme park water. The ones that had nothing to do with water spray. You didn't let any get in your mouth, did you? You can't help it. It just sprays you in the face. Like we're the the newest ride. There was the Transformers. Remember that Simpsons where Lisa gets some of the "It's a Small World" water, and then she freaks out and becomes like the Lizard Queen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was very similar to that. But it, you know, the uh, Transformers ride was the big ride that they're pushing. Like it's 3D, and this is the you know you'll hear that was okay too. That wasn't that bad. Yeah, but it was lame. You're you're in this car. There's just big screens showing like Decepticon getting thrown around and no, they were around. they were jarring the car left and right and, and then they'd show you on the thing they'd show the car lurch forward and you'd be grabbed by a robot and, and next thing you know you're sprayed with water in your face for some reason that was when the car oh, wait, came the robot grabbed you the car came yeah you? when the car came but it, no, it would grab the car and like shake the car I think that was meant to be I think that was meant to be like semen motor oil so you think it was uh, Megatron just jacking off on you I think that's what I think it was I think it was semen motor oil uh, it, was, it was just I didn't understand it yeah yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I wasn't um, really following the whole plot. So did you guys just complain the whole time? He did. I was bitching throughout. I take actually. you. You went during the week though, or and like all the there kids were in school so now. Could, so you yeah. didn't ruin it. Ruin it for a bunch of children. No, you we know, wouldn't have been allowed to stay there if there were children. It was kind I'm of. I'm surprised. Dead. I'm surprised the hostages didn't try and recruit you guys. Like, oh, that's so, like so much complaining. Yeah, they <laughs> didn't, they didn't even the like say excuse they me. Don't they, 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 they don't want us want, in there. They do not want. They are very xenophobic. Yeah. They do not want any. Uh, they don't like us. You put on a fake beard. You get a big hat. You get a big robe. I would join for the hat. <laughs> yeah, but the, during the tour, the tour is kind of cool. You get to see like uh, all the uh, the Back to the Future cars, the, the DeLorean. Oh uh, yeah, the Backlot the tour, tour was yeah, okay. That, would be cool. that was actually kind of cool. King I think that Kong, was the, best the King part. Kong part of the tour was kind of cool. Another virtual ride, and there was water in there. I don't know where the water came from. I'm thinking it was dinosaur cum. What about when you went to the uh, the under? They had like a simulation of a earthquake in a BART station. Water there. San Francisco. There, yeah, water. tons of water everywhere. So you get sprayed there, too. Are there actual, like, I mean, I don't even know where it is, but is is this on the uh, site of one of these actual old you know, movie back production lot, lots? Back where, like, of, that's uh, where Universal Studios. Is it, can you be like, that's where, you know, yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's where this was filmed. That Mel was Brooks that used to write in that room. Or, is there that yeah, Hitchcock. Like, you went by Hitchcock's office. Mr. Old Potato studio. Head's office is there. Mr. Potato Head's office was there. Yes, was, uh... But, they, you know, it was interesting. They showed you, uh, like, they would show you the back lot, and, like, here's New York setting, and then they would show you, you know, CSI that was filmed there. We saw a you leg. Um, yeah, they, they had a leg. They had a leg. But they also, what do you like, mean they took... had a leg? Well, no, they just had uh, all the body parts, like, well, in like this car. like a fake car. leg from CSI. Yeah, they were filming an episode of CSI, and, and the Mindy oh. show. What's the Mindy show? I was in it. It's called the Mindy Mindy Project. Mindy Project. They're filming that when we were going through. She's kind of hot. I don't know. I think she's kind of chunky. She's so. kind of thick. Is Mindy the guy know. that was in uh, Will she's and Grace? She's thick and short, but you know she got big tits and she got those. Nice Mindy's not the guy that was in Will and Grace, right? Do you watch her show? No. God. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should start the Wackerly Project. Um, you know, actually, <laughs> what do you think I call this? <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeffrey actually handled it pretty well. I was surprised because the last theme park excursion you did not enjoy. Last theme park. Yeah, this was one. Do you think if Cedar Point was like 65 degrees? Oh, it would have been wonderful. It? I, I, I had a blast. But it was 105 degrees. It was 105 at Cedar Point, yeah. This one was, well, next was year, uh, quite a bit better. We should all try Knott's Berry Farm. I bet you that one, but that's the thing. I think uh, Great America it's or Knott's Berry Farm, the Six Flags, no, Knott's Berry Farm. It's another one. They have actual rides and roller coasters. Yeah. I'd go to that. I'll go to that for your your big four zero. Yeah, maybe we'll do that for the fortieth. 
Okay, we're not inviting what the girl. What do we do for there. Jeffrey's Big 4 We're not going to invite the girl, right? You don't remember Jeffrey's Big 4 when we got really, really intoxicated? And we everybody got drunk at your party. Did that we? dinner where, where Jeffrey was like an hour and a half late. It and it was all gay porn stars. Remember we were at that steak yeah. restaurant? It was a bunch of no, gay porn now stars. now I remember. I guess I don't remember. You don't oh, remember? yeah, I guess I do remember. Did Stephanie get you all like a dick wand? That's right, I do. I still use that dick wand. And and uh, a cake, I think, that with uh, you with your um, mullet and your bitch and Camaro. Was that for that birthday? Yeah, it was, yeah, uh, it was a good it birthday. Was. And then uh, we proceeded to go and uh, I think we went to your bar and got really drunk. Oh, that's right. Then we went to Stephanie's friend's bar after that. And we're up to like four or five in the morning. Yeah, that was uh, that was definitely a party. Yeah, I'm not looking toward. I'm not looking uh, forward to uh, 40th. So uh, that's why I don't even. I don't even announce. Like you know how a lot of people announce their birthdays. You on sure Facebook? are announcing it now. Oh, I announcing it now, but it's after the fact. So people already missed the up. By the time this comes you're out, get, yeah, you're gonna get a lot of oh, belated birthday wish. No, no, no. Fuck that. I don't. I don't want that. I, I don't like people to pay attention to my birthday. But, you know, people that are close to me, like friends of mine, you know, uh, podcast hosts, you know, that I've been doing a show with for a long time. No. Brothers-in-laws and sisters. Yeah, my brothers-in-law and sisters. Yeah. I know. I understand I've, that. I can't believe my si- – yeah, my – you know what? Jeff is the, the best sibling I let's think get, I've ever had. Let's just had. disown Stephanie. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Um, Jeff's well, he, is here. A fa- he is a fan favorite also. He is a fan favorite. And nobody likes Stephanie think, all that much I don't anyway. think Stephanie's a fan favorite. She's like a fan, you know, they sort of like her, I guess. I think they're uh, intrigued by her uh, they think digestive problems. I think they can just smell her over the airwaves. Yeah, it's her, it's, uh, her irritable <laughs> bowels <laughs> that intrigues them. I mean, if, they, if they're ranking her with like P-Town and Sleazy E, <laughs> she's yeah. probably above that. She's above them. I mean, they're the peanut gallery. I think they can just smell her over the airwaves. That's, it. That's the reason to... So uh, Jeff's here. Uh, he came in on uh, Tuesday, and he's here till uh, Sunday. Um, oh, Tuesday night, we went. Uh, we ended up uh, going out and hanging out at this uh, gay bar in North Hollywood. What was the name of that place? The Bullet. The Bullet. Yeah, because uh, a buddy Our of yours was watching gay porn. There, you could not help but watch the gay porn. Yeah, I, I don't, don't understand. I don't remember that. seeing it. Yeah. I okay. I didn't notice it. Neither did my friend Eric. But Dave. Oh no, your there. friend definitely noticed it because there's like six TVs with gay porn. No, there wasn't six TVs gay porn. There was like six TVs, but one was showing the Home Garden Channel. Okay, there's the Home Garden Channel in between news. gay porn. Now one was explain gay that porn, to me. And one was showing... Yeah, what, why would you... Okay, why would what's, you want with the gay porn on the right porn? side, Home Garden on the on the left side? What was playing on the other side of the porn? I think there was sports. There was the Olympics, Winter so, Olympics. Yeah, there, there, so people, there's something for everybody there. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, even straight bars don't play the Home Garden Network. Do they play gay porn, though? No. Oh, well, there you go. They play sports. Well, they have well, sports, yeah. You know what? There's something for everybody there. Well, a, we're all inclusive. That's the thing about the gay people. We're all inclusive. So you, you said you weren't watching the porn, so you guys were watching the HGTV? I was watching Home Garden. You know, yeah, I was, try, yeah, I was trying to. You could snails and, and uh, your gardens, and it was nice. I was trying to pay attention to the Olympics. I learned and, uh, a lot that trip to the bar. But there's like porn right in front of you. I didn't notice the porn. You know what I don't understand about your porn? Maybe you can explain this to me. Um... I don't get why there's no story at all to this point. Dude, we've gone beyond... We've matured beyond stories. But is it... Okay, the porn that we were watching at that place, was it just porn that is not meant to have a story and other gay porn does have a story? No, we don't need a story. Okay, th- let me just... Let me, we've gone beyond a story. Wackley, this is what happened. So, 
the scene started with just like two dudes wearing like harnesses or something, and they're hanging out in like the factory, like a basement of a factory, like what a machine a shop. Harness? One fell down seven floors into the basement. <laughs> <laughs> so but but the I mean, story is they're factory workers. They're, yeah, but they're the, factory the, workers. The, they're why factory are they workers. hanging out down there? You don't know if they're workers. They're not they're doing working. any work. They were workers. They look like workers. No, they're doing obscene things down there. But well, first, after they met up. Okay, but is that usually, is that what happens? That's how it happens, my friend. But they didn't even establish that, like, hey, you know, we're on break right now. I think it was implied. But there's no pizza man. There's no pool guy. I mean, some... They don't need that stuff. Observe the context of the film. I mean, you're not five years old. Not everything's going to be spelled out. I I don't need a... I just want some kind of, like, some kind of premise. Like, a reason why those two guys are in the basement. Maybe you should guy. Well, but apparently none of it has a story, so you don't even want a story. You just go straight to the dicks. We don't need a story. Straight to the dicks. Like, there's no, like, uh, there's no no dialogue. We proceed gaily for it. We don't go straight anywhere. (laughs) Okay, all right. right. Directly to the dicks. Right to the But there's no peeling of the banana, you know? There's not. You know, you're just, you're there. Yeah, like I, I, I don't That's understand. How it happens it. really? Annoying. But is that with every game? I mean, board? It, you, you seem like you're in a hurry. Like, like, do you have something to be something else you should be doing? There's other guys like, we have to do. <laughs> I, you know, I think there is gay porn with some kind of a story. Don't, aren't there any plumbers that go and like you go? You know, need to go plumb something. That's the thing. We're all men. We don't need to hire these people. We can do it ourselves. Yeah. See, it's harder to actually write a story for a Actually, game. I guess that makes sense yeah. because it's always a damsel in distress. Right. We don't have any damsels in distress. But what about, well, yeah, like, there's a, a lot more opportunities for prison stories, though. Yeah, prison stories. That, that makes sense. With straight porn in the prison story, it's always got to be, like, the guard. But that's exactly how it happens in the prison. The two of you just have to be hanging out in a dark tank cellar area. And, and next one thing you know. The other, and you're like, hey, get down here. I, I'm just find it, I just find it surprising that there's just no, just complete absence of story. There's no narrative at all. What about, like, like two gay guys are, like, antiquing or, like, you know, they're going to look at, like, like uh, that <laughs> that Indian uh, turquoise jewelry on, like, a reservation. What did you say yesterday? They meet each other. Like, I'll show you some antiquing right over here. And pull it down. <laughs> and they, and they have but but that, that's all I'll they show do. You antiquing. Check out this what, about if what about there's like two guys who are like watching some sheep up in the mountains and they like share a tent and like you know then they like start horsing around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. Brokeback that, Mountain. See, now that's the thing. If you, if you're gonna write a story behind it, it becomes a movie. So yeah, was Brokeback Mountain too much of a story? That's a way. Yeah, that's way a too much. movie with just a little too much to narrative. <laughs> I'm not saying go just all the way. Jeffrey's like, Jeffrey's like, the Vaseline's drying up on my dick. <laughs> Were you just watching it the whole time? Just like, come on, come on. I kept waiting for the dick sex. In hand. <laughs> Where's the ass eating scene? That's, I, dude. That's what I was watching. For this movie me. sucks. Jake Gyllenhaal. You <laughs> need more ass, man. Yeah, I don't know. I I was just really I was, disappointed. I was disappointed uh, in, in Brokeback Mountain. Well, I was just disappointed by that porn. I just feel that there needs to be well, more. Guys, well, you know what? I will get them to get a more variety of porn for you next time you go, and uh, we'll just we'll find something you really like. Just a reason, you know, why this why this had this actually occurred. What brought these two dudes together? Well, maybe maybe, it, could be, maybe it could be like an old silent movie where there's just like a still screen with some writing on it that, that would like, have been tells you all the shit that happened before, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, and now they're fucking. Yeah, like uh, Steve and Randy. I'll show just... you basement right over here. <laughs> well, that's all. That, that's all they did, though. There was no like. It was just one guy would walk in there and he'd see the other guy and he'd just grab his head, just brr, just shove it down, and that was it. Like the next thing you know, you're like, great. And I'll stare at my phone again. You're really intently <laughs> watching this porn. In the you, you couldn't help it. 
He, he was, was, turning, was you watching following the lack of plot. And... No, it's, you know, it's, was, I just wish there was just lots. more of a plot to it, and then it could last him just like straight to the dicks. You know, I would say he was watching it a little too much. Dee's <laughs> problem is when he drives, he doesn't want to have a drop of alcohol, so he was just in there what drinking water. No, I had a beer, one he had beer, a beer one yeah. beer, yeah. But I don't, you know, I don't like to mess around with that. Not not in L.A. It's too risky. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, there's a lot of comps, especially all the way from North Hollywood. And then we had to go back and drop your friend off. Cab. Yeah. Next time, cab. Then you can get fucked up and watch HGV, HGTV with your bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. <laughs> that's usually what we do. So, uh, Jeffrey, you got to tell me, how is the quest going on here for the, the guy with two dicks? Has that begun? Oh, does he mean the article I sent you? He sends me the story, and he says he's on a quest, like, you know, like the Hobbit. Did you find the two, did the two dick man? Did you see that there? Yeah. Markerly? Oh, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, no, I haven't been able to find him yet. How excited nice were you? There. I was excited. but tra- I mean, It was a trouser-tightening experience when I read it. <laughs> Would you? Okay. Has that ever happened to you? I think all the pizza you eat is what's tra- tightening those trousers. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. But, I mean, I was reading the article while I was eating some pizza. And, uh, <laughs> Extra tight. My two favorite things. Um, See, now that's a good plot right there, though. You know, guy with two dicks, you're eating pizza. <laughs> he comes walking in, he's like, all right, get down here. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even have, like, brown chicken, brown cow music. There's nothing. Well, they might have had brown chicken, brown cow music. We I guess you couldn't hear that. Yeah, you couldn't really hear So it. does it really turn you on, this guy's two dicks? Or is it just like, oh, that'd be really weird and why not try that'd it? That'd be really weird, why not? Like, oh, my God, that's... Like I would dump my one dick boy, one dick having boyfriend for this guy with two dicks in a second. Well, if they both work perfectly fine, then yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take him over them. So wait, would you be would you be freaked out? Like if you hooked up with this guy from like Grinders and he came over and he had two dicks, I wouldn't be freaked out. I would be like, do you mean he didn't tell me? Yeah, he didn't say anything. Just pull it out. So like, what, did they both get hard on either side of his, his like zipper? Yeah, the guy said. Well, the guy said his he had one primary dick and the other one was kind of like a semi. He said he had it's one like for women and one dick. for men. Yeah, because he was bi, right? Didn't he yeah, have he was bi? So he had one for women and one for men. But he had an interesting. How do you feel about bi dudes? Uh, like this. <laughs> <laughs> he had an interesting point, though. He said that. Uh, Whenever he, you know, showed his two dicks to women, there were a lot of women that kind of freaked out, but not one single guy turned it down. I would turn it down. But would you, I mean, would you be, you wouldn't be, like, the least bit frightened by this? Well, if he didn't tell me, I reached down in his pants and felt, I was like, oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> then he said, oh, I have two dicks. I'd be like, oh, right, right on. How come, do you think this guy would, uh, would be famous in gay porn if he decided to go into gay porn? I think he'd be famous in whatever he did. If he showed off his two dicks. I think he is famous. <laughs> well, he's internet famous, that's for sure. But I don't think he's uh, actually... There's about 100 people in the world that have that. Well, 100 people? It's called... Uh, I forget the name of it. Two, dick, two dickism. <laughs> two dickism. <laughs> double dick. Double dick. Double so dick. have you even made any attempts to contact this guy? Oh, yeah. I, I write to him every day. I think I we should try to do him. Why, should I, why would I meet this guy? I thought you wanted to find him. Well... No, if I mean, you not knew, really. If you knew he was in San Francisco, would you go to the bar and I would and, start like, pulling out, down pants out the until feelers? I found him. Huh? <laughs> I'd start pulling <laughs> down people's pants until I found him. Just to send the entire time now, in the okay, bathroom. Let's say you met somebody who is friends with a guy with two dicks. You wouldn't try to hook it up? Oh, yeah. Then I would. So Okay. so you, But you're not actually on a quest right now. You're not pursuing a quest to find the guy. Well, no. Not really. Right, is so that you, just because you're lazy or because you're realistic? Mostly because I'm lazy. <laughs> 
I mean, if you guys want to look for him, and then you can bring him over to me. You know, I kind well, of look for him. You find how many, him, and you can bring him here. I will do him right in your sick and wrong studio floor, which is how many prefer dicks that not to happen. Well, I'm just saying. Wait, what, what would you say they were actually? How many dicks would be too many? What if he had four dicks? That wouldn't be too many. What okay, if he well, had eight <laughs> dicks? I could do eight. What, what if, if he, he had, had sixteen dicks? <laughs> that would be too many. What okay. if he had three sacks? I'm just fine with that. <laughs> Three sacks and one dick? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, now that's weird. Now, <laughs> that's what, just strange. Haven't you been with a... I remember actually... Didn't you have sex with a hermaphrodite? I didn't have sex with a hermaphrodite, but I've seen a hermaphrodite's, you know, junk. Where was it? This is in Chicago, right? No, this is in Michigan. Is it, what did it look like? A little dick and a big vagina. And so that wasn't weird? Well, yeah, it was weird. That's why I asked him. What's weirder? That or two looked, He also looked a lot like Willow. Oh wait, he was a he was a dwarf. A dwarf? <laughs> he wasn't a dwarf, but he looked a lot like the dwarf. He looked like Willow. So, how long did you guys date? We didn't date. Oh, okay. We were friends. <laughs> but I had to see it. I had to ask him. I asked him if I could see it. I hung out wow. in the locker room a lot, and he never showed it to me. So I said, I asked him. He's like, "Fine, if you see it, and you're not." Ask me about it again. And I said, well, I'm going to ask you a few more questions about it. But <laughs> wait, did you follow this guy? Where did you meet this guy? He was in a group I was in. What group? A gay group. Or was it? Oh, it was just a gay group. <laughs> like a student union group. Like a me. rock group? Like the get... hermaphrodite group, okay? <laughs> the gay men's chorus? Most groups are gay. I mean, it's a hermaphrodite group. Just joining a group is a gay thing. Was it a gang? It's a hermaphrodite. <laughs> called the hermaphies. Was it called? The, was, it, was it the village people? Like, <laughs> I was trying to find out. It was the village people. <laughs> he was the hermaphrodite. <laughs> the group. <laughs> Uh, we, we didn't bring you on the show just to talk about hermaphrodites and uh, guys with two dicks. Um, but it is, it is great to have Jeffrey down here for a few days. Fan and, favorite. Uh, fan favorite and best sibling for taking me to Universal Studios. Definitely best sibling. Um, but, but one of the, uh, you know, a lot of things happened this week. Uh, Justin Bieber got arrested for DUI, might get deported. Deported um, where? Back to Canada. He's from Canada? You didn't even know that, did you? I was gonna, I was gonna say, you, you said you wanted him to get to the I was going to say, I'm going to get arrested so I can meet him up in jail. But that's <laughs> what I thought should happen. Like, I think Justin Bieber's at the age where he could still be scared straight. And I think what basically what that would entail is just lock him in a room with Jeff or like an elevator for like, you know, a day. I'm down for yeah. that. I, I think after that, he would just be like, okay, he's, I'm never he's using drugs He's a little young again. even for me, though. He's 18. Yeah. He's like a child. He's like a tiny little kid. Yeah, he is like he knows he's. I think he's twenty one actually. Yeah, he might be right. He might be twenty one. Yeah, he got uh, busted in his Lamborghini drag racing Lambo. and on drugs. Doesn't he's old enough? And uh, DUI. <laughs> I know. I wouldn't mind. I, I hope he does get deported. He's actually Canada gave him to us. He came here from Canada. Now I don't want he, him to get deported. No, he's I mean, causing. I, I think you're you're assuming that you know you're never gonna have to hear his music or see his face in the on the tabloids if he's in Canada. I couldn't think of one thing he not sings. True. It's not that. I'm not saying it's 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 the fact. You think of, do you know anything he sings? I can't think of one thing that he sings. I don't know his music. I, I you, but it's not the music that bothers me. What it is, he's he's now like uh, you know a taxpayer's problem. Like, here he is. We have to put him in court. We have to put him in jail. You know, let's deport him. He's Canada's problem. <laughs> you know, now now he's not allowed back in this country. He got a DUI. Ever? No, that, well, he's not, he can come visit, but he can't live here. Well, I'm just come visit. I'm fine no, with that. No, don't let him come visit. No, I'm, I just think he's Canada's he's problem. He's be like Roman Polanski, like, you know, ostracized for life. Yeah. I'm, I, which, uh, I would Banished not... from the golden kingdom of America. 
I would not be. I, I would not frown upon that. Um, other news: uh, Captain and Tennille split. I don't know if you knew about that. What? But, you know, I know. I, I almost didn't want to say anything to Jeff because uh, <laughs> it's Jeffrey doesn't read the news. No. I know. And, and, and when you in. bring out a shocker like this, like you might not even recover for the rest of the show. They I mean, split. We're only in the beginning yeah, part of the they're show. Getting divorced. But I thought love yeah. would keep them together. No, I thought uh, it was muskrat love. It was muskrat love for a while. The problem is muskrats don't live that long. <laughs> <laughs> they were married for like fifty like years. years. Fifty years, Captain Tennille. They're breaking up, huh? I just don't think love ever lasts forever. Let's sing. Let's put on their song. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll end the show with a Captain Tennille song. Actually, no. I think a fan already sent a song, so. Oh. We're, we're not gonna. We're not going to actually. I don't even think any of our. I fans mean, even is the know. fan song like a punk rock song about cocks and vaginas and shit? Probably. <laughs> is it just always play something the Captain like that? Tennille song. Save the fan one for next week. Play love will keep us together. Maybe. Actually, Muscat. some guy sent a song in for Jeffrey. Oh, okay. So that's, that's why I was going to pick it out. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. What I wanted to get to now is uh, I interviewed this guy about, I don't know, six months ago, seven months ago. A surprise he even came on the show. Revenge porn website creator Hunter Moore. Oh. You know that guy? Just got arrested by the FBI. For what? Um, hacking and aggravated identity theft. Eh. No, well, this guy is probably the most hated man, the most reviled man on the internet. Who is? He's very notorious. Hunter Moore. Is he? Persona non grata. Oh, people hate him. It's, he's pretty divisive. I've never well, heard of him. Not really all that divisive. People pretty much just hate him. I think that, yeah. 99% of people who know him. of him hate him. You know, he was really cool. To, he was really cool to me. He came on the show. He has like, I don't know, a million Twitter followers. He tweeted about Sick and Wrong, sent out a link to the website. I mean, he was, he was definitely very cool to us. So I don't what he did, a- for Jeffrey's sake, what he did was he would get bo- like ex-boyfriends to send in naked pictures of their ex-girlfriends, and Revenge then he would publish point. like their Facebook address and their actual address and their phone number and be like, look at this stupid bitch with her tits out. So who hates him? Well, the, well the you internet. know, the girls. Yeah. It, it, it's not only so girls. Much. He also did Yeah, it was guys, too. Girls guys would too. send in pictures of their, of their ex-boyfriends. Like, it was so he ass. had a website called isanyoneup.com that consists of sexually explicit photos posted by users. He's still up there? Uh, no, the, the website's been taken down. Who took it down? Uh, I think he he took it down because he was getting sued by all these people. Oh. And then uh, these pictures were but all not obtained. before he made millions of dollars. Oh, he made yeah, he made millions. How? Advertising? Just uh, yeah, this the the site was huge. I mean, it's just massive traffic. And did I they, mean, you they know all... how much D and I make off of this huge site, right? Ooh, this podcast? <laughs> Jesus, we're rolling in dough. It's a similar thing. Yeah, we're oh, high yeah. rollers. I get it. But uh, they, they also uh, were getting uh, pictures of celebrities, like naked celebrities. And, uh, and, the, and the thing is, like, these, these pictures were often, get, were often sent to him without the victim's consent because it was a, for, for revenge purposes. Um, but then uh, it came out that the a lot of the pictures that they, they were getting from users were not even good enough. Like that, that wasn't good enough for Hunter Moore. So what he did is he hired this guy named Charles Evans, who was a hacker who hacked into people's email accounts, and he sent payments to Evans in exchange for nude photos obtained unlawfully from victims' accounts. And I think this is the guy that went after celebrities and got these pictures. Hmm. So because of this, the FBI uh, um, arrested both of them. And now they're both scheduled to appear in court. Um, but it they, wasn't until he did celebrities that he got busted? Well, no. I think it's just, in general, just a regular people I don't people think there well. was anything clearly illegal about what he was doing before. Because people were actually sending them in voluntarily 
I mean, the pictures were of their exes, but it's not really illegal per se. But now the uh, the hacking revelation came out. Yes. And this is why he's being charged. But I mean, they, they both face up to five years in federal prison. Conspiracy and hacking. Hmm. But uh, what, what's interesting about this, and this is kind of why uh, I was going to talk about it, is uh, you have a lot of dick pics being on Grindr, right? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> but, no, but don't, don't, isn't that what they do? You, they send sure, dick you pics? send pictures of your dick, yeah. So, I mean, couldn't you blackmail these guys? Like, if you wanted to? I guess. Like, if you have, like, a politician... Well, maybe you can't a really get a picture off of Grindr. You can't copy it. You can't take a screenshot on your phone? I guess you can't take a screenshot on your phone, yeah. Well, let's take Grindr out of the equation. I mean, don't you have a lot of dick pics and butthole pics and, and nut pics on your phone? If I were to save them, then yeah. Actually, that Why brings up an interesting them? question. Do people just send dick pics, or do they send all three? Like, the trifecta, dick pic, butthole, and nuts. And taint. Like what do you? What would you prefer? Like if you I just rarely hold... get taint pics. <laughs> but do you ever see and be like, "Wow, that's a hell of a taint." No, I, I, it's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> but do you? Okay, so yeah, a lot of people you, do Jeffrey, send some you don't have any a weird things just like, put, like just you want. Put... You ask for a guys' pictures of their feet or anything, do you? No. Or like you know. No, but a lot of people put on that. A lot of people put it. In, they'll put it on for their like their first pic that they send you, or like the first pic you see on the website is just a guy on his hands and knees with his butthole way up wide open. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a picture of his brown eye. That's it. That's it. Just on the hands. Is he like his... looking around so you can see his face? <laughs> no, often he doesn't even look around and show his face. And then I'm like, well, that's very nice. Can I can I see if something would be a little more descriptive of what you look like? <laughs> this is what oh, I look like. Is this, is this, what I, is this how I'm going to meet you? Or are you just going to be on your hands and knees the first time I meet you? And, oh, there you are, Brian. <laughs> All right. Would you meet up with a guy that didn't oh, show Tom. a pic of his face? No, of course not. No. What okay? Would you meet up with a guy who didn't send you a picture picture of his junk? Yes. Have you met up with guys? So wait, do you, do most of them just automatically send junk like dick pics? Yes. Is that's just protocol? Yes. And then what do you do with the dick pics? What if you have, what if your dick isn't so great? So I guess you don't send a dick pic. Hmm. Have you ever had a bait and switch where you got like a a, <laughs> a picture of a big dong, but then when he came over, it was just like the size of a pinky finger? Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? Do you like get out of here? You you cheated me. I laugh at them and I leave. <laughs> <laughs> you know, girls girls talk about that when because uh, girls don't usually. I mean, usually guys aren't going to send a dick pic. But like, I was talking to my friend Lenora, and she said she hooked up with this guy, and uh, this guy was really good looking, and he, I don't know, he's super popular guy. He's in a band or something. And they were like making out and everything. And the guy's like, I just want to let you know that I have a baby dick, but I'm really good at eating pussy. And so he's like, she was like, okay, that's all right. And didn't even think like, you know, baby dick. What does he mean? And then she said, yeah. Like, I don't know. If, I, if I'm a girl and the guy says I have a baby dick. <laughs> I mean, if he was like, I'm kind of small, I'd be like, whatever. You're probably just self-conscious. But, but if he says I have a baby dick. I don't know. She said she just kind of was a little just sort of shocked. That'd be like, but- a, that'd be like a, a girl being like. You know, you know, my pussy's kind of loose. And you'd be like, oh, don't worry about it. Or if she's like, I have a fucking giant gaping cave down there. You know, I'd be like, oh, well, let's see it, first of all. But I'm probably going to. Yeah, but what are you going to stop right there? Just like, okay, now don't get naked. We're done now. But if she was, I mean, that's what I'm saying. A guy saying baby dick is the equivalent of a girl saying like, you know, I have like the pit of Sarlacc down there. (laughs) (laughs) With teeth. Um, No, I guess she said that she, you know. Didn't want to, you know, didn't want to just reject the guy 
outright. She was just like, okay, whatever. And she's, she said as soon as he pulled his, uh, his junk out, she said it was like smaller than a pinky finger. It's the smallest dick she's ever seen. And people like that have an actual, like, it's micro like a form, yeah, it's, it's an like an actual affliction, you know, mic, having a mic. It was like that hard? Yeah, she said it was the smallest she had ever seen. That's sad. And uh, she said they didn't even end up having sex, but he was really good at uh, eating pussy. Like, he was really good at oral sex. That's what Dan Savage says. He says that, uh, you know. Well, if you have a small dick like that. a tiny little dick, then they usually they're better in bed than the other guys. But, well, okay. That's you, what they said. That's what he said. But, I mean, is that something... I always wondered about that, because I know... You have to work harder. I know girls get really upset about that. Most girls probably would not be in a relationship with a guy with a small dick. But could you date a guy with a small dick? Does it matter as much in the gay community? Yeah. It's still a pretty big deal. Yeah. What's yeah. the acceptable size range, though? Hard. Nine inches. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what? That's average. That's the minimum? That's or average. Maximum? <laughs> That's not average? I don't know. Measured from the top or the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> So I don't. I, I think I think that uh, once you get an assortment of dick pics like that, do you just like delete them or do you like show them off like pogs? Because I think girls hoard dick pics. You do? It, no, girls do. Girls like need girls hoard them. Help. Yeah. No, it's true. Girls hoard dick pics. I've been. I've. I've like. Have you gone on your girlfriend's computer and she's seen dozens of dick pictures of dicks? My uh, my girlfriend got a dick pic from a guy who's dressed up as Wolverine. And he had his... Why know, would he send her a dick pic? Because he was, like, into her. And uh, that's what dudes do now. They send dick pics. And the yeah, thing the is... the millennials, especially. The millennials. That, that's what they do. What do you mean millennials? Like, uh, 20-year-olds. 20 People who were born in, like, the 90s. Will send girls dick pics. That's yeah. what guys do. It's, it's like, Before part of they the even courting talk to ritual. Them. Or you know what they'll do? This is what she said. She met this guy at, like, a Comic-Con or something. And they right. started becoming friends. They exchanged texts a couple times. Next thing you know, she's like, he sent a picture. And it was just him in the shower with a flaccid dick in his Wolverine outfit. What? And, yeah. And she was like, I don't even know how to respond to this. She now, just did they send, do they send pussy like, shots? Is this like Hugh Jackman Wolverine with just the hair pussy, and the leather jacket? Pics? Or like full-on blue and yellow bodysuit? I don't understand. Do the girls send these guys pussy pics? Is she, that what gets them to send? No, it was a Hugh Jackman uh, type of Wolverine. Like uh, in a in a like a wife beater. No, well, would you don't tell me? Do they do they send pussy pics to these guys? No. Yeah. Well, yes, some, they do. Some do. Most don't, though. A lot of girls are completely down with and eager to send to sext with you. I mean, it, it always amazes me. I like this it, is, but I'm just like, really. Wow. This is what I've been told. In a relationship, they might send you a picture, but usually, if they're not in a relationship, they won't. Whereas guys, yeah, but just I, I guess automatically I'm saying even one. early in the relationship. But if yeah, you're, not, you're right. The, is that, you're right. The guys will do it before the relationship even starts. Yeah, just completely unsolicited. So and, you're just like texting back and forth, talking about school or weather or yep. TV show, and then all of a sudden you get a picture of their dick. Yeah, exactly. You know, we talked about we're, we just, we're scandalizing Jeffrey. Did we discuss? <laughs> we this scandalized week? the the creepiest gay guy we know. It's not scandalizing. I'm just surprised you guys are getting more and more like gay people. <laughs> but no, no. What's interesting about this is so anyway, she shows this picture to all of her friends, and they she has a bunch of pictures, and her friends have a bunch of dick pics, and they they just show them like, well, check this one out. Look at this one I got. So I, I'm just thinking like people that send dick pics. Was it like big? This, 
The Wolverine guy? <laughs> she showed me. I don't remember. I think you it was remember? just... It, was a big, it wasn't, it wasn't memorable. But well, no, there's, always, there's also hard. always the possibility of trick photography. But he wasn't hard. That's what she was complaining want, about. Is this, is this your current girlfriend? Because I want to see this picture. Yeah, she has it in her phone. Yeah, but she, she was complaining because it wasn't... Well, she was complaining because she got the pic in the first place. But she was also complaining that it wasn't hard. Like, would you be upset if you got a dick pic and it wasn't hard? No. You just want the pick. I like dick pics. Okay, well, no, but this is a long-standing <laughs> question. Then, is it when you're taking a dick pic, is it better to be fully erect or just chubbed? This is okay. This is Lance. Lance has been wondering this question. Like Lance has quandary for it doesn't years. Doesn't matter. If it's a good pick, it's a good pick. It matters. <laughs> if it's a good pick. It's a hot, if it's a hot pick. It's a hot pick. Well, you know? which pictures are better? Fully erect. I'm fully just saying erect. you should like never. You should not send dick pics because it's going to come back and haunt you later. Why? Just like this, just like this revenge porn. That's Why how we got your shame to have those pictures on there. Because you're going to have your picture up. Everyone's going to see your junk. Well, obviously they're going to blackmail you. Obviously, they don't care if everyone sees their junk because they're sending it out. I just yeah. don't. I think people just don't have your face in it, and then people you should have use deniability. Just like that ain't me. Well, I guess okay. I guess you you could probably do that. Like if you well, don't, don't show your sell, or don't send naked pictures out if you're afraid that they're going to show up on a website. That's what I'm saying. People need to use sense. I don't care if it shows up on this a website. day and age. Well, no, these millennials they just they don't have any forethought. I don't give a shit if it shows up on a website. I don't care. I'm sure I've showed up on websites. Oh God! <laughs> now everybody's good. Now all the fans are googling the fan favorite. <laughs> So you, it doesn't concern you that there's like pics of your dick somewhere out there. www. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't concern me at all. Ah, oh, god. www. Cherub of Justice. Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> I am a cherub of justice. <laughs> all right. Well, enough yeah. about uh, enough about dicks. We got to move on here with the show. Wait, I'm not done with the dicks. We're done. Well, we we will have you more. Can, dick you can provide talk later dick on. color commentary to the the stories. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. We we got to get it. We got to move on. Well, we we have stories to talk about. All right. People's episode uh, four sixteen here of Sick and Wrong. You know the way the show works. Send us your stories. Sick and Wrong podcast at hotmail dot com. Submit them via Facebook or Twitter. We'll read them here in the show. And if we give you credit, we'll send you a Sick and Wrong care package. Uh, we got some good ones here for this week. Uh, but before we get to our first story, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So the first story we got here uh, came in from Shay. Uh, Shay writes, I bet this is how D got his first tattoo. It's not, actually. (laughs) What was your first tattoo? You remember that tattoo? I, I got it when uh, we were in college. Is it like a Cocapelli guy or something? No, it was... Uh, I actually was quite proud of this tattoo until my brother's roommate ruined it. Oh. Um, it's, it's a pity... It's like a sun? No, it's a pity Star. that uh, Jeff just took off to go smoke a cigarette because he got endless, endless hours, years of merriment out of this tattoo. 
I ended up getting uh, – I actually I was in this class in college in anthropology or something. I don't know. And I found this uh, tribal demon from Peru. It was a Peruvian fire demon or some, something like that. But it was cool. Right. It was like a, a circular demon, and it had like spikes and it was black, same kind of tattoos I have. And so I got that on my right shoulder blade. And yeah. I had been you know, looking at this thing for like a year – Really, really liked it. And went to a tattoo shop in uh, Ypsilanti, got it done. That day, I was going to Chicago to go hang out with my brother. And I got on the train, got out there right after I got that tattoo. And uh, I get to his place, and I don't know if it was his boyfriend or his roommate or whatever. Um, was like, oh, I want to see your tattoo. And I was like, oh, yeah, check it out. And I showed it to him. He's like, I love it. I love it. And I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. He goes, it's so phallic. I love <laughs> it. And I was like, what? And I look at it, and yeah, it's it like a big black penis. Because it had like a, you know, I mean, a lot of uh, tribal Inside drawings. Inside the circle. It was in a circle, but it was a circle with like a snake. So like a snake's uh, head. Yeah, it's kind of go- coming back to me now. Yeah, but a lot of uh, tribal drawings are phallocentric, yeah. you know, and I, I just didn't, never looked at it like that. It's a powerful symbol, the cock. Yeah, and uh, Jeff just walks up and he's like, oh my God, you got a big black cock on your back. And then for the next like ten years, so I finally got it covered up. It was just like, how's that oh, you big black dick? Up? I thought it was still. I thought it was just like incorporated. No, it's covered up by the. Well, I got a huge back piece now, mm. so I got that covered. The, the little the, weak, little weak. I don't think so. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> hate gotta, the, it wasn't gotta, a bad tattoo. I mean, it was huh? a good. It was a tattoo that you're not going to see insane. on anyone else. It's original. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta honor your past self by leaving those there. I mean, it wasn't like I was getting, you know, I had like a Tasmanian devil drinking <laughs> beer or something, you know? Oh, boy. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was my first tattoo. He was kind of bummed when I got it covered up. Couldn't, couldn't tell people I have a big giant black dick on my back. Yeah. He knows it's, I mean, it's still there technically. It's just under some other ink. He you can kind there. of see it in certain light, but you can't really just, if you just looked at my back, you wouldn't see it. <laughs> it's like the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that isn't how this isn't how this story has nothing to do with the first tattoo that I got. A Virginia okay. babysitter is facing charges for tattooing children that he was watching, and a mother and boyfriend are also facing charges, uh, felony child abuse charges for, for hiring that shitty babysitter. Well, actually, yeah, well, I'll get to that, but yeah, that's part of it. A Virginia mom returned from a trip out with her boyfriend to find her two daughters with tattoos that a 20-year-old babysitter who was watching them had applied. Uh, The babysitter, Alexander Edwards, used a home tattoo kit, which is just never good. Uh, And he's been charged with abduction, I don't know why, malicious wounding, and felony child neglect. A lot of the time they'll just try and throw everything they can to make sure something sticks. That's probably where the abduction thing came from. Yeah, but they hired him as a babysitter. I know, but what I'm saying is the prosecutor is just trying to throw everything there at him. Just to try to give him as, uh, as much jail time as possible. Exactly. Uh, one of the girls had her name tattooed on her shoulder. They don't actually say what the other girl's tattoo was. But I love it when people have their own name tattooed on them. Well, it made me think, though. Maybe our, he... our mutual good friend's dad, you know, who's like the furthest thing from a millennial you can get. You know, he's like the, almost the, he's like the Korean War generation. He has his own name tattooed on his arm. Really? And it's Why? facing so he can read it if he holds his arm up. <laughs> well, that's what I was wondering. Like, maybe that's this amazing. Alexander Edwards here is forgetful and just wanted to know their names. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, happen. that's kind of what they did in the concentration camps, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll put your number right on you. It's like, I always forget your names. You know, is it Jocelyn? Is it Rachel? If I tattoo is it. Prisoner five four three two seven one nine. Um, Mother Melissa Delp and her boyfriend Daniel Janney have also been charged with malicious wounding and felony child abuse charges because when they came home and found the kids with tattoos, they used a hot razor blade to try to remove the ink. Did these people live in a trailer park? Yeah, they don't specify it, but it is Virginia. <laughs> it's pretty close to the Appalachians. Well, a lot of rich people live in Virginia, too. Oh, aren't there a lot of lawmakers that live in Virginia? It's close to Washington D.C. I think this Al Gore is, lives in Virginia. I think this is rural Virginia, where like people make moonshine. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. But at what, why would you think that was effective? Like, I'm sure the kids love that. Like, cut it off with a razor blade. Well, no, like a heated razor. They're just basically just scarring the whole area. So it just looked like a big, massive scar. Like, what's the point of that? Yeah. Seems like there's more to this story. Like, they were all high on meth, so they couldn't call the cops or the ambulance. I'm sure the child loved that, too. Like, you know, the tattoo wasn't painful enough. So let me just, like, heat up this razor blade, just slice off the first few layers of skin. How old are these kids again? Uh, the girls were uh, under 13. They don't actually specify the age, but they say under 13. Because so. if you're 12, you might think it's cool. I mean, all your, all your, all your idols have tattoos at this point. Well, I was wondering about Brittany that. Brittany and the Biebs. Christina Bieber does. and the Biebs. Yeah, the Biebs has tattoos. Does, uh, does Brittany? Yeah, Brittany probably has her name Brittany tattooed. Brittany has tattoos. Christina Aguilera has tattoos. Uh, Rihanna. Look at Rihanna. D. Simon. D. Simon <laughs> has tattoos. <laughs> does Jeffrey have a tattoo? He doesn't. He come back. He doesn't. Um, there are some. I remember over the years, there were some tattoos he wanted. He wanted to get in the middle of his back the Joker's face. Oh my god! I always How come you did not promote him. that? I was trying to get him to do it. I even tried to get him recently to get uh, Joe Kelly said he would do it. He, <laughs> he's not interested in that anymore. Oh. Uh, the two girls here, neither whom neither of whom consented to the tattoos, um, may still be able to get rid of them. But I was wondering about that too. Yeah, but like, how are they going to get rid of the the heinous razor blade scar? Well, that's what I, that's the thing. I don't know if uh, I don't know if both of them had the uh, the scar from it. Or if um, just one of them did. But I think uh, they can still get the tattoos removed. There's like tattoo removal companies. Right. It's supposed to be laser. ultra pain. It's supposed to be more painful than getting the tattoo. And more the expensive. The laser thing. And more oh, expensive yeah, too. More expensive. Yeah. But a lot of uh, tattoo shops, like my uh, my tattoo artist in Santa Rosa, he uh, just bought one of those uh, tattoo removal machines like a year ago. And he said, you know, he goes, I, I make just as much money doing that. Huh. Like, so he'll tattoo somebody. Well, you know, you know, I was then... hanging out with my parents this weekend, and one of my dad's new favorite shows is this show called Bad Ink. Oh, you know who uh, casted that? Lenora casted yeah. that show. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. My dad loves it. Tell her. Tell it's, her, it's tell the... her, tell her Mitt Papa Wackerly loves the show. Bad Ink is the, it's the story of, uh, they just explain the story of people that get really shitty tattoos. Yeah, it's all staged, but the tattoos are the bad tattoos are real. At least they appear to be real. You know who's going to go on that show? And I was trying to. He actually did do a phone interview, but I think it's his schedule conflict. It was Big Jeff, because Big Jeff. Did you ever see that tattoo he has on his forearm? Uh, I probably have, but I don't remember it. It's like a. I don't grim- remember it being extra heinous. Well, it looks it's- like a kind of tattoo people get when they're young. Yeah, but it's really faded, and uh, just it was poorly done to begin with. But it's like a Grim Reaper. Stirring a cauldron of meth. 
And there's like all these yeah. meth vapors going up. I yeah, mean, it I looks like a cauldron of just some kind of solution, but he said it's meth. And I guess yeah. like the Grim Reaper is wearing like a gas mask or something. Yeah. And so he people hates who know it. about meth know what it is. He hates the tattoo. And so he well, was I mean, in he's a, a dad now with like a respectable job. Yeah. You know, he wanted to get his arm just covered in black ink and just get the whole arm just erased. But uh, a lot of tattoos. Well, that, that's so, what like, they do on the show, Bad Ink. They don't. It's not the removal. They'll they'll like cover it up with a different design, and you know the guys who who do it are pretty good. So it's always like a cool looking. thing. Yeah, it's like some of the best tattoo artists in the world uh, right. will go on that show and give you a cover up, and so that's why he was going to do it. And I, he interviewed for it, but I think his schedule conflicted. Huh. Uh, it's a good show, though. But anyway, but I mean, you brought up this point though. These kids were thirteen. Don't kids at that age now, like kids in in this day and age, think tats are cool? They think tattoos are just something cool to have. Like, I'm surprised these girls weren't impressed with it. Like, did you think they were cool at that age? Did I think they were cool at that age? Yeah. I don't think it was prevalent enough that that I was thinking about it when I was 12 or 13. Who who would have even had a tattoo back then? Captain Hook? I remember uh, I had a friend that went and got some tattoos before he became before he ter- turned eighteen. I think he was uh, like sixteen or seventeen, and he had just the, the stupidest tattoos you can imagine. It was like Camel Joe. Remember Camel Joe, the camel yeah. for the for Camel cigarettes. His face looks like a big cock. He, yeah, he had a he had Camel Joe's head. Then he got Camel Joe with like the leather bomber jacket, like right down his thigh. Jesus. Yeah, when he was like 16 or 17, I remember being like, wow, dude, that is really, really cool. Like, you're just a cool dude. That's like But I guess when we were 16, then Mike Motley Crue was out and and Nikki Six and the other guy had lots of tattoos. But those guys didn't have full sleeves. Those guys had like a little heart here and their name tattooed here. It's hard to remember at this point. Yeah, but they just kind of had random. Because later on... Tommy Lee had had the full sleeves and everything, but not when we were sixteen. I think it was like in the in the mid nineties. That's when everyone started sleeving themselves out and like getting yeah. all the sleeves. But back then, like they didn't. But but it's a different world now. Like it's in, it, it blows my mind. Like when uh, I went to Warp Tour with uh, Sleazy E, there's all these kids at Warp Tour recently we, in the past couple of years. It was like three years ago we went to Warp Tour because we got hooked right. up and it was it, well, no effects was cool, but the rest of the bands I didn't even know most of the bands there. But there were all these kids, like 20-year-old kids, 19-year-old kids with neck tattoos, fully sleeved. They had tattoo- and I was like, how does that even happen? How do you have enough money to get your entire body tattooed at that age? Well, plus, I mean, is a neck tattoo going to prevent future employment? <laughs> i got to think it's going to. But I just, it blows my mind that a 19-year-old could be that heavily tattooed. But it's, it's yeah, I mean, tattoos... Definitely have a different significance now than they did at that at at our in our you know a lot of these kids have uh, you know detached parents, but the parents have lots of money, so they just they just pay for everything. Buying their love, right? But these kids, I guess, in this story here, these two girls did not consent to the tattoos. You're not supposed you're not supposed to legally be able to get a tattoo unless you're 18. And these girls were under 13. And it doesn't sound like this guy here was a professional tattoo artist. Um, Even Goff here, a tattoo artist in uh, Virginia, said home tattoo kits are no joke and can be incredibly dangerous. Worst case scenario, you get a bloodborne pathogen like hepatitis or AIDS or a staph infection. And this is what's kind of interesting here. Uh, Goff had to get a state tattoo license, certification in CPR, and training in bloodborne illness safety to become a tattoo artist. 
I yeah. find that hard to believe. Well, seems like a good idea to me. No, it sounds like a good idea, but, you know, Joe Kelly's a tattoo artist. I don't think Joe Kelly did. I know he has a license, but I don't think he did the other two. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I, Unless it's required, then he probably did. I mean, we don't want to, like... <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe it depends on the shop. Capabilities. Well, Joe was an apprentice for a while. A lot of these states with requirements like that, because there's similar, like, very stringent requirements to cut somebody's hair, you know? Uh, the established people who already are in the business and have the license, the, you know, they want the requirements to be more and more strict to, to keep, you know, the average schmuck out. Well, t- to keep the guy with like, uh, you know, a pen with a bunch of like a just a big pen with a bunch of rubber bands attached well, to like even a battery. Keep, like, you know, that guy's really good. But if I can like make him have to jump a bun- bunch of regulatory hurdles to get into business, then it's better for me. Well, I guess it does keep the. Uh the the riffraff out or even the the good people you know the guy who would be good but he's too lazy to go through all those hoops i just don't think i don't think they're at there maybe it depends on the state i just think in california there's not as many hoops i mean i've seen some really nasty tattoo shops here in los angeles right that, well uh, people can also operate outside of the law even if they're running a shop and just hope that <laughs> They don't get caught. I, I I just don't know what's going through this guy's mind to be like, I'm tattooed. You know, I'm uh, babysitting these girls. Next thing you know. Methamphetamine. Maybe I'll tattoo them. Ha- meth had to be involved in this story. Plus, who hires a guy to be a babysitter? A 20-year-old guy. A 20-year-old guy. Meth. He's probably if, it's like, meth if it's like the 13-year-old neighbor and he's watching your like 10-year-old boys, but they always play together anyways. But yeah, like a 20-year-old guy babysitting your 13-year-old girls. I would, I would that never do that. That is a terrible that. idea. I would never hire a guy as a babysitter. I mean, they're lucky he wasn't molesting the kids, which he probably was. Yeah. <laughs> be you know, the tattooing actually will, will even provide less scarring than the mental scars. Right. But you know what, though? I mean, do these really these girls really need to get these tattoos removed? Because you know when they turn 18, they're going to get them covered up with a rose <laughs> or a dolphin. Like, I, I don't think they really need to be that concerned right now. It's like they're, yeah. they're going to get it covered up. I don't think this will be their only tattooed experience. I would bet dollars to donuts. <laughs> dollars to donuts. Some other tattoos. You know when they're up on the, when they're up on the on the on the stage swinging around that pole. You know, I think they're going to have many tattoos. Probably uh, right above their ass, lower back area. I wish dollars and there. donuts didn't have so many letters in the word because then I would get the, I would get them as knuckle tattoos. <laughs> Dollar on the left hand, donut on the right. You should have this or guy do it. What do you have here for the second story? Uh, this one was sent in from Vicky from San Dimas, and she sends it in without comment. Which San Dimas. Is Isn't that Bill and Ted? I think they were from San Dimas. They were. You know, they're uh, making a reboot of that. It does. Usually I don't like to read the headline because it gives it away. But the, And I think that the reason she didn't add a comment was because the headline was so great. So I'm just going to read it. It says, uh, I think this is from The Smoking Gun. It says, bus sex teen busted after queef beef. <laughs> queef beef. It's a good name for a band. Queef beef. Queef or beef. beef queef. Beef queef. Yeah, that works too. Uh, a female high school student was having sex in the back of a Pennsylvania school bus, allegedly. She's 18, recently turned 18. This was Friday around 3 p.m., so it was the bus home. 
Um, and this uh, town is like about 50 miles northeast of Pittsburgh. So it's uh, it's mostly – this is like the Midwest. Pennsylvania but they're in high school, right? States. They're in high school. She's 18. And she's having sex on a high school bus? <laughs> on the big yellow bus. Hey, what, what, what the hell happened to the bus driver here? <laughs> well, he's up all the way up in the front. Yeah, but are, I mean, does the bus driver have no idea that there are high schoolers having sex in the backseat? Well, he's got to drive the bus. He can't. He's distracted. He might have known, but like, what? You can't just pull over anywhere. I they thought really they have need, like you know, cameras buses, or something. They they need two people. You need the driver, and then you need like a monitor, like a, a guardian shepherd. angel. Yeah. Something. Yeah, that's what you need for these buses because these kids—they're just wild. Yeah, well, you know, you, you you give them an inch and they take a mile. Plus, who's, these riding, kids. who's riding the bus when you're 18? You're like a senior at that point. Like, aren't you either, like, driving yourself or getting a ride with your friends and smoking cigarettes? And But, like, if you're on the bus? I think an 18-year-old who was uh, riding the bus probably got tattooed when they were 11. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, she can't afford to buy a car. Yeah. Parents aren't picking them up. True. But she yeah. puts out, so you'd think she'd find a boyfriend with a car. Dude, who's she putting out to? And, and, <laughs> Another and, guy on the bus. Furthermore, aren't there like kids, like ages, the, what's the age range of kids that ride the bus? Like eighth grade to senior? Like eighth grade, so what is that, like 13 to 18? Well, I mean, people in elementary, you, you mean, what's the range of, of kids who would be on the same bus? Well, this bus is obviously a high school bus. So there's probably junior high and high school age kids yeah. in this bus. Elementary well, there's a thirteen year old on this bus. Well, elementary school students have their own bus, right? Yeah. So I guess, maybe this is a combined junior high and high school bus because there's a thirteen year old on this bus who's involved in the story. Not the guy she was fucking. That guy is not in. Uh, he's not identified. And none of the other kids are raising any kind of alarms. They're just like, oh, sweet, we have a show here, some in bus entertainment. Right. Or the sensitive kids are just like covering their ears, just being like, I just want to go home. There goes my innocence. Yeah. Um, I'm going to jump right into the state troopers report because it's quoted verbatim and it's pretty great. It says uh, there's a 13 year old victim, right? So start the state troopers report starts out thusly. Both the victim and the accused were riding the school bus, wrote uh, the state trooper Jordan, trooper Brad Jordan. The accused expelled wind from the vulva during coitus while at the back of the bus. Once again, this is directly verbatim. Uh, after the audible wind expulsion, the boy began to laugh and chuckled at the accused for her actions. Whether that's queefing or fucking on the bus or both, who knows? Uh, the the uh, accused uh, approached the victim and elbowed him in the testicles. The accused were cited for harassment. So wait, he was watching the live sex show on the back of the bus. I would, wouldn't she, you? Well, I would too, but she queefed and then all of a sudden he started laughing so she punched him in the balls or elbowed well, him. I, yeah, he started laughing for her, her ridiculous actions, queefing and fucking in the bus, and then she came up and elbowed him in the balls. <laughs> Which, what about the guy she was fucking? You know, like, did she just jump off and he's like, hey, wait, we're not done. Yeah, I mean, I wonder, did, did this kid have a condom on? Like, was he like... Oh, come on. You think you really had a condom on? This is how. This is why there's so much teenage pregnancy. Is this post millennial? 
a kid who's in who's 18 and is in high school right now and what are we going to call those fuckheads i don't i don't even know but i mean apparently they're breeding humping well, maybe on the they school do. Bus. i guess what i'm thinking is maybe they do wear condoms because maybe it's been so ingrained you know in the schools and everything that they do work and they probably can get them for free at the principal's office maybe they I- do wear condoms I wonder if uh, this girl is just the school bus hoe. Like, she's just having sex with anyone who is willing. <laughs> well, this could have been the first time she'd had sex on the bus. Can you yeah, I mean, possibly. <laughs> but she's definitely had sex with other dudes before. I, I don't think you just, you know, you, don't the, go you right lose your virginity on the bus. bus. You don't yeah. lose your virginity on the bus. I mean, maybe, um, but. Another funny aspect of this is that... Uh, uh, Trooper Brad Jordan got in a little bit of hot water for writing this sort of descript- very detailed, descriptive um, The air account. from the Volva? The uh, state police, uh, you know, people in charge above him um, made him write an updated report. And then on Saturday, they faxed it to local media outlets. And then they directed the local media outlets to disregard the first uh, report. <laughs> They then interviewed the first uh, trooper, Brad Jordan, and he said that while the January 17th bus incident was described accurately as in his, in his initial report, the recounting of the wind release was, on reflection, too explicit in terms of terminology and language. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't use the term queef. He actually used <laughs> the... trying to silence him. He used the scientific term. I'm for, I'm for Brad Jordan. I mean, more detail is always better. I think so, too. I think you should be as explicit as possible in a police report. Show, don't tell. Show, don't tell. I love queefs. Really? Do you want one to be ripped right in your face right now? No, I I just think it's funny. It kind of adds levity to sex. Like, you know, you're having sex, you're serious, you're getting into it, and then all of a sudden the queef comes out, and it's like comic relief for a few moments. Because you both kind of smile, you both kind of laugh, and you're like, and then the girl's always like, you know, that oh my god that was totally a queef it didn't, and then you can be like no nah, I think that might have been a fart and <laughs> then you accuse the and then she has way. to like verify no it, it, what no seriously it came out of there like, yeah. I don't think so did you ever do that <laughs> damn baby <laughs> it's like Jesus the last time I take you to Taco Bell ever <laughs> don't be fucking in the Taco Bell <laughs> it's unsanitary above all else <laughs> no but I just feel like cre- queefs give an element of comic relief to something that's a very serious action. Yeah, it shouldn't be that serious. It shouldn't be that serious, but sex can be kind of funny sometimes and something, you know, funny happens. Yeah, it's better if you laugh about it. Just have a laugh. You know, I, th- I think like, like you, you know, you pull out, you blow your load and some of it gets in our eye and it's like, oh my God, it got in your eye. That's funny. That's like, that's part of the comic relief of sex. And I think queefs kind of fit into that category. Yeah, a good mid-coitus queef. Yeah, and then you can kind of laugh and then just continue your business. It is kind of funny. Although there's certain positions you can do to uh, enable queefing. uh, I've noticed if you have sex with a girl from behind and you kind of fuck her from an angle, not just straight from behind, like you kind of lift up a little bit, it gets air in there. You're almost certain to you're almost certain to enable a queef if you yeah. st- if you stand up a bit while you're fucking a girl from behind. In yeah, my experience, girls have longer legs than dudes, though. Proportionally. Yeah, I guess the they do, but I think it's just the angle of which you're having sex that's what causes the queef. 
Also, like, sort of pulling out and putting it back in a lot very quickly will also engender those results. Have you ever had a girlfriend or known a girl that could queef on command? No. I was going to ask you the same thing. It's interesting. Uh, I've girl- actually never heard a non-sex-related queef. A girl that uh, she was best friends with an ex of mine, uh, Heather, um, this girl knew how to queef on command. And what she would do is she would roll up like on her shoulders almost and lift her legs kind of behind her head. Well, and just a big production. Suck in air. No, she could do it. It, it was pretty amazing. I remember she, she did it at a bar. Yeah, but I'd be more impressed if, uh, you know, it was a girl who could be like at a cocktail party with a glass of champagne in hand and be like, I heard you can queef on command. She'd be like, actually... <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> that that takes some just like expert kegels. Like you, you yeah. have to have like very defined kegel muscles to be able to do that. I don't think most girls do. Yeah, yeah. Well, queefing. I don't, I don't find it that funny. I, you know, I kind of wish I kind of wish my brother was here to uh, participate in this conversation. I know what happened to him. They have a totally different kind of queef. In, it's uh, called a fart. <laughs> I mean, unless you're. Unless you're capturing air in your foreskin and pushing that out, I don't understand how it's not just a fart. We'll, we'll get. I'll go find him. I think he's sleeping actually on the couch, but I'll, I'll go wake him up for the uh, phone call section. Anyway, yeah. So what happened? What, what did they do? Did they arrest the girl. Why is the state trooper even involved in this? Well, because she elbowed the guy in the nuts. It's oh, so assault. he pressed charges. Uh, well, no, I, I don't think the kid pressed charges. He's not even seriously injured. But I think, you know, like you said, the bus driver at some point said, what? you know, you can't allow these shenanigans to go on and called the cops. And the state troopers had to come out for this. Yeah. The expulsion of air from her vulva. <laughs> they might have been on a highway, which is why the state troopers involved versus, you know, on a city street. I hope he did not write that with a straight face. But, you know, he probably did because he's humorless. It sounds like a funny account to me. I would let him come on the show and tell some stories. I would have been laughing while I was writing that. But, you know, I bet you there are a lot of uh, state police officers who would have written something like that without even cracking a smile. Here comes Jeff. Hey, look who's back. Hey, uh, you ever experienced any queefs during sex? Probably not. We were just talking about queefs. What about, like, if some dude gets air in his foreskin and it comes out and makes a noise? Doesn't make a noise. (laughs) <laughs> yeah what kind of how, how much air can you really get how big is your foreskin you can't you stretches. can't have a foreskin big enough to be able to fart with it not like a balloon but yeah it's big a foreskin that's longer than like three inches probably not longer than three inches you can stretch it you can't stretch it I mean, I mean maybe you can't I don't know I don't have much foreskin experience but I just don't think people can fart with a foreskin maybe I think uh, that's a listener call-in challenge. Possibly. You know all these limeys have their foreskin still, right? Yeah, they probably will. They'll probably actually call and then record it and send mm-hmm. it into the show. I'd prefer them not do to do that. Don't do anything crazy like taking like a compressed air hose and trying to fill it up because you'll injure yourself. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well, now that you're back, we'll move on to phone calls. Um, people, send your stories to Sigma Podcast at uh, Hotmail.com. We did get a few phone calls, actually. I uh, feel I want to get to. Um, the uh, Sick Wrong Hotline is 206-666-3846. Before we get to our first call, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, Sick and Wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place 
where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. I put a spell on you. All right, we got a few phone calls here. The sick and wrong hotline. Uh, let's get to call number one here. Hey, you sick and wrong. I'm on a medication called Paxil, and on this medication, you're not supposed to drink because you end up getting blackout drunk. So I decided to end up having a drink last night. I woke up in the hospital screaming obscenities in the pediatrics ward with a .24 built blood alcohol content, and I have dick farts from the catheter they shoved up my penis. Wow, okay, I stand corrected. What are you talking yeah. about? I don't think I'm going to be drinking again. I'm going to stick to this weed thing. Yeah. But I put sick wrong. Why was he in the pediatrics? That's what I was going to ask. Did he, he like say 12? pediatrics? He did. Oh, I didn't, I didn't catch that. I What's was... Paxil? Is that an SSRI? I don't know. No, Paxil's, uh, I think Paxil's an antidepressant, isn't it? Yeah, isn't that what SSRIs are? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to sound smart. I thought they were. But I thought, uh... Like people who have, um, like it's uh, called a something serotonin reuptake inhibitor or something like that. Is that what it is? I don't know what the other S stands for. I thought people who have like uh, anxiety and being in public situations they take Paxil. Well, that is a different thing, right? That's what anti- I thought. Anti-anxiety medication. Yeah, maybe it's an anti-anxiety drug. I don't. I don't know. But I, I didn't know you couldn't drink on it. This guy said he had one drink. Next thing you know, he's in the pediatric. How old is this guy? Eight. <laughs> Made no sense. I know. And they turned into like Hunter S. Thompson, the, like one Paxil and problem. one Bud Light. <laughs> what? Why did they give him a catheter? Because he was passed out in the coma, type thing. God, and so I guess uh, you can get dick farts. I he did not know, know that. He doesn't know how he was because he was in blackout. So is that considered a dick queef? It is a dick queef. Yeah, it's a dick queef. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that is. He got it's air. A, a queef is a fart from your sexual organ. Yeah, I guess that's true. It, that is a dick queef. I, I mean, because you could call a he called it a dick fart, and you could call a queef a pussy fart. Yeah, this is a, a dick Ergo. fart. <laughs> it's that's a queef. Do you think there are guys that are able to make themselves dick fart? Who me? No, I'm, I'm just <laughs> wondering. Are there, there must be dudes that can do this. So I yeah. guess I was wrong. Maybe you can make Jeff, yourself. What have dick you fart. shoved in your penis? I haven't shoved that much stuff in my penis. I've shoved a lot of things in my penis. <laughs> what? A Pez dispenser? Pez. Like one of those big pretzel sticks? I put the yeah, pretzel sticks. Have you ever put a Pez dispenser in there? No, I've never put because it's, it's blocky. <laughs> candy no, cane? Sharp corners. Yeah, I put a candy cane in there. Twizzler? Yep. Birthday candle. Pixie is stick? Yep. Is it a rite of passage for a gay man to have to have to go to an emergency room and have something removed from his rectum or his urethra? It is a rite of passage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the second story. This actually is in reference to a call, or here's the second call. This call is actually in reference to a call that we got a couple weeks ago. Hey, D. Hey, Lance. Uh, 
appreciate you guys playing my call about the 80-year-old man that wanted to give a blowjob. Uh, just kind of update on that. Um, I ran into him a few days later. I run the same route, so I go through the uh, same part of the state. So just a little recap on this, because Jeffrey did to hear this. Sake, yeah. uh, this dude is a trucker. He drives around, and I guess uh, he... No, it's a different trucker. I don't know this guy's name. What happened to Trucker Paul? He calls in occasionally, but he uh, lost a lot of weight and has Stop a new drinking. baby. He kind of moved on. He's healthy now. Doesn't want to. He doesn't want to pollute his mind with the audible filth that we create. He's still a trucker? Yeah, he's still a trucker. He's still shitting in Walmart bags. Okay. Um, well, he has to pay 10 cents for each bag. Right? So this guy, <laughs> this guy was driving down, uh, down the highway, and uh, some 80-year-old man pulled up next to him and had a sign that says, pull off at the next rest stop, I'll suck your dick. And so, uh, yeah, and so... Yeah, the guy was 80. Because he said he looked like an 80-year-old man. Okay. Yeah. Would you have pulled off if you were a trucker? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the oldest guy you've ever had sex with? This guy in the 60s, I think. 60s, wow. He blew me, and it was probably the best blood job I've ever had. Did he take his teeth out? He might have. <laughs> but uh, I ran into him a few days later, and uh, I was actually passing him on his passenger side this time. And he had his uh, he had his old dick out, so uh, I grabbed a crescent wrench out of my passenger seat and fucking threw it through his window. Jesus! And, uh, he slowed down a little bit, and uh, then I kind of whipped the uh, whipped the ass into my truck around and kind of tried to run him off the road. But uh, gay bashing. Fun. And uh, he's you know, a gay bashing trucker. Podcast, you know, it really. Yeah, it's really awesome. Uh, listen to every episode. I'm even uh, working my way backwards through the uh, catalog there. So, uh, well, do you think he listens to Sick and Wrong while he's trying to, to bash eighty year old gay men? No, he's a senior <laughs> citizen. He's trying to fucking murder. Him. What was it? Okay. What was the Stephen King movie about the evil truck? Was it Evil Truck or an Evil Car? Christine Truck. Car. No. Well, that one's about the car, but you're thinking of Maximum Overdrive. This is like Maximum Overdrive against 80-year-old, like, homosexuals. He's, like, running over trolls with his truck. There's also a a later-day Swayze movie about this called, I think, Black Dog or something like that. Are you saying this is post-Roadhouse or pre-Roadhouse? Way post. Like, this is, like, just pre-pancreatic cancer. I didn't feel the need to uh, watch any other Swayze movies other than Roadhouse. Yeah, I don't well, he's he a mo- more of an Uber than that. Well, you know, Roadhouse probably would be a good plot for some gay porn. You come to think of it, <laughs> Jackie. Why do you think they call him Jackie Treehorn? Well, that's but wait, a what movie, happened sorry. in this? In this Swayze, Swayze was like almost, he was cancer stricken at that point. How effective could he be at bashing gays? I don't know, but he's like a scary truck driver, and he's like stalking this other person. I don't, I don't even I know if it. I saw it. Was it kind of like a horror movie previous. type thing? Was it a horror movie? Sort of. Huh. Suspense. Yeah, it was a suspense movie. He was like, was like he was hunting down these kids or something. Yeah. Well, wow, so this dude just drives around hunting yeah, down old gay men. Old he sounds gay like match. a menace. <laughs> he sounds like a yeah, psycho. Someone should let the state police know what is he in. I don't know, but uh, apparently he's going to... Well, this guy, this 80-year-old guy, I guess, must... He must cruise up and down the interstate. Just eighty year old guy obviously thinks that guy's attractive. I mean, he can't take it as a compliment. He has to throw a fucking tire <laughs> tire iron through the window <laughs> and then turn the truck around. Gay issues of people. 
what, what I'm wondering about, though, is why is this 80-year-old truck or this 80-year-old perverted guy, why is he always out there on the freeway? Well, where is he going to get laid? He gets laid on the freeway. He obviously got He's laid retired. on the freeway. I guess he probably he probably did. He probably got laid once. We're on the freeway and, and realizes, hey, I'm horny. I want to get some more dick. And that's where he finds dick. It's a learned behavior. Yeah. 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 You know, you're your fucking tire iron through but, the window. <laughs> I thought this, this type, these type of shenanigans. I thought these type of shenanigans happened at a rest stop. I didn't think you actually pursued the people. Pre-rest stop. Yeah. But, yeah, but I didn't think that's the way it works. This is what leads up to meeting at the rest stop. I thought these dudes just kind of hang out at the rest stop. Well, he's a little more aggressive. Yeah, apparently. Well, uh, dude, I think you should chill out on uh, killing these yeah, senior citizen gay dudes. Yeah. <laughs> just go unload your aggression on a lot lizard somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Go with a lot lizard. Can <laughs> we go have some gay sex and get over it already? <laughs> All right. Here, here's the uh, third call. Hey, you fucking family sausage heads. This is Flippy. I'm from the St. Louis, Missouri area. I got a question. wonder if he knows Duramater. Oh, yeah. I'm a 36-year-old guy. And I work at this place, cabin shop. That cabin dude boy. that I used to go to school with works at. But in the cabin shop, it's dusty. You pick your nose every now and then to get the dust boogers out. But you'll see this dude, like, almost second nuggle up. On his finger. And I mean, he's just digging and digging. And then he'll pull it out. And he, like, will look at it. And then you start to think, why, why is he looking at it? Because sometimes he just takes his thumb and, like, shrugs it off. Like, you know. Flicks it? Then other times... After he looks at it, <laughs> gobble, gobble. He eats it up. Yeah. Why? This guy's going to murder I, this I other mean, guy. Uh, like, put him on the band. What, what's up with this? Dude, you know he is. He's worked with this guy since high school. Yeah. And he's, he's just can't since high school. fucking stand him anymore. Well, if you think about it, the cabinet shop or wherever he works, the cabin shop, is that what he said? Yeah. Cabin um, shop. It probably has, like, what, maybe four employees? Like the shop manager... Per like shift, dudes. maybe, yeah. And so he probably works with this guy every day. Every day. And it's probably, you know, not that busy. So there's a lot of downtime. And he just watches this guy just shoving his finger up his nose all the way to the second knuckle and then examining his booger. For and then is he going to eat it? Is he going to not eat it? There's no rhyme or reason. And then he eats it. You guys yeah. get some really stupid phone calls. <laughs> Jeffrey, going- who do you who do you hate that you work with? Do you have anyone like this? That uh, are there any of the patrons that come in that just regularly there's a can't few, stay? There's a few, yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm talking about. But that this is something that concerns me, and this is why I'm playing this call. I'm about to start working in an office again. Oh yeah, I got a new job. I got to I got to go to an office again. I can no longer. It's been like three years, two year, two and a half years. How long has it been? Like two and a half years, three years. Well, I remember like. Wackerly and I, when when I first started working from home, Wackerly's like, you know, you're gonna like, what was it? What was that? Uh, that was it, Mitchell and Webb? Yeah, that Mitchell and Webb look. There's a yeah, there's a Mitchell. I was thinking Fat Homer. <laughs> that didn't happen. But the thing the I'm con- the thing I'm concerned about is now I'm no longer gonna be able to wank anytime I want to. You can't do that in an office. It's almost a relief. 
You go to the bathroom. Because you just when you work from home, it's just so much beating off. You can't you like you beat off like five times a day. No, no, well, in the beginning, okay, in the beginning, yes, I did jack off a lot. But now that I've you know I'm so used to it, I don't. I mean, I, I know I could, but I like that. I like the the liberty of being able to do it whenever I want. I like the liberty of not having to wear pants. Tantalizing. Like I, I don't have to wear pants. I don't have to wear pants to work. Uh, well, that's a different. Situation, <laughs> it's totally Jeffrey. different. You know what? You know what bothers me. What bothers me too is now I gotta have to. I have to shit in a public toilet again. That's weird. And Why don't you just shit in the morning and then you don't have you. to shit at work? I, how do you train yourself to do that? I'm not that regular. It, it does she bother more me. Fiber. See, I can understand. I want to shit like in my work because my work's a bar. Nobody should go and shit in a fucking bathroom bar. You can't even shit in your work because it's just a trough with a mirror above no, it. No, there's a women's john, but I mean, there's always ten people waiting in line, so it's really rude to go take a dump in the fucking john at work. People do. What would happen if someone took a dump in the trough? They have. <laughs> Shut up. Who has to clean it up? <laughs> they have. I, I don't know who cleans it up. I haven't cleaned it up. <laughs> no would you quit before you do that? Yes, I would actually. Yeah, I probably would too. I, I just, but the thing is. You know you're going to have that coworker that just annoys the shit out of you. I, yeah, I How do you deal with that? Like, Wackerly, do you have someone at your office now that just annoys the shit out of you? Like, you just, as soon as you see him, they grate on you? Yeah, I do. A couple, yeah, a couple of people. I mean, I wouldn't name names, but, and they're not, you know, I, it comes and goes. Like, some days you're just like, he's all right, but then other days, there's people that walk into your office while you're doing something else. And you just want to fucking throw your laptop, you know, your keyboard at their fucking head. Yeah, but you have an office, though. Like, you can escape these people. Like, this guy, he probably just works in one room in close proximity to all four of the people that he works with. Right. For the past 16 years. That's worse. Yeah. I don't know if I could take it either. Was there uh, a question in that? Or that's just, you wanted to just vent? I think he just wants to know why uh, the guy eats his boogers or why he chooses to eat some and, ex- and flicks others. Yeah, I don't, that's not a question that we can answer. Yeah, I, I, you know, uh, honestly, I have no idea. Maybe uh, some look uh, more appetizing. Maybe he's just more hungry sometimes. <laughs> Before right. lunch and after lunch. Here's the last one. I like this one just because this guy sent an email. And then I asked him, he sent this email, it was really long, and it's a story about uh, a night clubbing in, in London. Um, but he sent this email, it was really long, so I wrote back to him saying, hey, why don't you uh, call in call into the Sycamore Hotline? He called in, and this is an excellent narrative. Listen to this. How you doing, Lance? This is Dan from the UK, uh, just uh, giving you a call. Listen to some of your old episodes the other week. Um, one was a call from Big Papa Smurf about trying not to fight in front of the emergency services. Just uh, reminded me of this from a couple of years ago. So a bunch of us had gone to Dublin for a stag weekend bachelor party with five of us going out a day early to get some good extra boozing time in. End result, by the time we got to the Saturday night, I'd had two and a half days of nothing but Guinness and red meat sat in my system, which is always a good mix. So the Saturday night we all hit the town and we ended up in this bar with a dance floor and a DJ. Almost like a club, but more open. Dance floor must have been about 30 feet across, so not small. Probably about 15 of us in there, all smashed. Uh, one of my mates is permanently single. Can't get hold of a girl for love and the money, not for want of the time. Permanently single. This night he was there's finally two, starting to get some of the There's two situations like that, right? There's the guy who just is constantly tagging new ass one night stands, and then there's the guy who's permanently single because he can't get laid at all. 
He just has. I no assume game. that's this guy is the second case. Yeah, he just has no game at all. It's just he's right. permanently single. Just whatever. Whereas there's always like one dude out of the group that just yeah he has sex with all sorts of girls. Like why would I buy the cow when the milk is free, bro? <laughs> oh, yeah. But then, but then the one Jeffrey's guy like, Jeffrey's like that. Jeffrey will never settle down. Yeah, I mean, you know, you don't even have to worry about that. Like, you don't have to date. You don't have to date a girl that's like. I will, but after because now guys can get married. So yeah, I mean, I guess that is an issue. Because all women want to get married, and most of them want to have kids at one point. So when you start dating, that's why I have an issue with girls my age. Jeffrey You're, wants to have kids. Do you still want to have kids? I like kids. Wait, <laughs> Jeffrey you, wants to pawn off that duty on Stephanie. Do you okay? Yeah, do you want to? Do you want to be an uncle or do you want to have your own? Do you want to be an uncle or a father? I want to be an uncle. I wouldn't mind being a father. Wow! Could you imagine Jeff, your dad? I mean, no, I couldn't be a dad now. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. too many skeletons. <laughs> That's a lot of skeletons. You would have a cool kid, I guess. Either a it's cool like kid or a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, I would be one extreme. Yeah, let's see what happens here. There we go. Obviously, the rest of us were shocked, but being the nice guys we are, we left them to it. So I'd had the warning signs from my guts during the day with a few little tasters of what was to come. But come Saturday night, my digestive system decided to launch all-out war on my ass and the world in general. I dropped a massive, massive fart. I did check later, and there was no shit, just gas, uh, in the middle of this packed dance floor. And straight away, I knew this wasn't going to end well. You could see people's faces change in this spreading circle across the floor. <laughs> And then everyone made a straight run for the edge of the bar to get as far away as possible. It's a hell of a fart. Uh, in the crush to get away from it, my buddy was separated from the girl he was on the verge of scoring with as uh, her and her friends for some reason decided they needed to go somewhere else and headed straight for the door. <laughs> so he's turned around distraught to see a now completely empty dance floor, except for me, stood in the middle, pissing myself laughing. Some people might have run and blamed it on someone else, but I knew full well that completely clearing a full dance floor with a single fart was probably the most I was going to achieve that weekend. I would probably claim that. To go with it. Plus, I'd managed to cock block him without even going near him. I win. Anyway, thought you guys might enjoy that. Uh, keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Yeah, this is a this is a level high level of cock blocking with a an actual fart. He actually cock blocked with a fart, which I don't know how many dudes have been able to do that. Without he cock blocked without even talking to the girl. Yeah, or talking <laughs> to his friend. I want to know what he ate. Like Indian food. Like what? What can what can cause a fart like that? He said raw, raw meat, meat and Guinness. Guinness for two days. God, raw meat Not and raw Guinness. red, sorry. You know, like burgers and, yeah, I'm Stay sure there's some Indian food, scotch eggs. God, I don't think I've ever had gas that potent. Well, you're a vegetarian. Well, I mean, I have gas. Vegetarians fart a lot, but nothing like that. Like uh, that pungent of a stench to clear a dance floor. Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever cleared an area with a fart? Myself, no. I, I don't. I try not to fart when I'm that drunk or have been drinking because I'm just. I'm definitely terrified of the shart. That does happen a lot. I try. I try to do that too, actually. And I'm worried. I'll hold a fart in just because I'm concerned that a shart might happen, especially when you drink a lot of beer. Shart out of right. shit. <laughs> How often does your bar so suddenly have just like a nasty fart odor? Well, often because we're full of people. Yeah, but I mean, what, what happens? Do people just not care? There's like whatever. Well, we have we have just giant fans up stuff on top to blow the air around. It's an pretty open air bar, so. So wait, do you care about farting behind the bar while working? No, like we should. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even matter. 
I don't know. I got to say, uh, I am impressed by that call. That guy managed to cock block without even talking to the girl. Cock block the fart. This guy never gets laid, and he had to. I guess he wasn't trying to do it, but that was the effect. Yeah, but I mean, this this dude, this is his one opportunity in probably the past four years. Right. Almost scored a bird. Next thing you know. He probably didn't, though. Those type of people, you know, they always fuck it up right at the end. Yeah, never works out. Anyway, people call Sick and Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846. iTunes, subscribe to the show on iTunes. I know we say this every week, but it does help out the show. Let's go to uh, iTunes Store, do a search for Sick and Wrong, subscribe, rate, comment. We will love you if you do that. It does help us out. And uh, Sick and Wrong T-shirts. I know I got a few orders this week. I'm planning to mail them on Monday tomorrow. Your shirts will go out. com slash store. You can support the show by buying the new Sick and Wrong logo tee. Also, I noticed a lot of people have been buying stickers. We have uh, the new They Live stickers available. Yeah, the sticker looks nice. At the store. So you, if you order a shirt right now, I will throw in a free five-pack of stickers. So uh, go to SickerWrongPodcast.com slash store to support the show. Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. This came in from a guy named AK. Uh, this is the, that's, why, that's why I'm not playing Captain Tennille, because he, uh, he dedicated this one to Jeffrey. He goes... This song's about gay thugs. Jeff's new theme song. It's Gangsta Fag. The Faggots. Have you ever heard of this guy? No. Gangsta Fag? We might, and I'm thinking we might have played this before, but it's actually kind of a good song. It's like this gangsta rap. I don't know. I'm protest. I think it still should be Muskrat Love. But You think Muskrat Love? In, in, in honor of Captain Tennille's split? Well, you know, that would be my choice. Isn't that kind of rubbing it in, like pouring salt on the wound? <laughs> playing pouring salt on the muskrat yeah have have you ever actually hooked up with like a real gangsta thug gay dude no are you not into them but you're into black guys though you haven't, you've I haven't been seen, i haven't seen any gangsta thugs yeah where do they hang out where i used to live in oakland there a lot are there a lot of gay gangsta thugs well they're even like they were even like almost uh transgendered uh, gay gangster there, tra- there are training training gangster thugs. Yeah, training gangster thugs. Sure yeah, so are, like sure 14th in Broadway. Thugs, that's where they hang out. Yeah, but I thought in there the was group. a whole thing about the uh, you got to keep it on the DL with that. No, not these guys. They don't care. And they're just like, well, you know what? Thugs, you- dude, what the fuck do they care? They kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently they rap like this guy. Uh, thank you, AK, for uh, saying that in. And thank you, Jeffrey, for uh, coming down here for the birthday week. Happy birthday. Universal what else do you Studios. guys have planned? Because Jeffrey's going to be there till Sunday, right? Yeah, what else are we doing? You're going to show me a good time. You're going to go to Cantor's? Um, we probably will yeah, go. Cantor's, that's good. You know, I think I'm going to take you I'm going to take you there to the, you know, maybe we'll go to Cantor's tonight, actually. That's a good, that's a good deli. It's 11 p.m. Yeah, but Cantor's is 24, 24-7. It's a damn fine Jewish deli. Damn, damn fine Jewish deli. Yeah, we might do and that. A lot of uh, Guns N' Roses memorabilia. Lots of it. Well, the, the thing is, the, uh, the son of the owner of Cantor's was a huge Guns N' Roses fan. So Guns N' Roses used to play the Kibitz Room, which is the bar at Cantor's. Yeah. That's how they got their start in the Kibitz Room. The Kibitz Room. So, uh, yeah, you know what? I, I actually feel like having some locks of bagels. We should go to Cantor's. Let's go to Cantor's. Yeah. And then uh, this weekend, I'm not sure. I know. Um, I a song that the guy dedicated to Okay, I'm playing. Uh, well, thanks for coming on the show. People will be back next week with episode uh, 417. Bye-bye. Till then, take a sleazy. All right, good night.
Laying in the bed with my dick in his hand I fucking hate he gets up and he says he's thirsty He's going to the store to get a 40 year old eat He kissed me and told me I'll be back I laid the fuck down and started taking a nap I passed the fuck out cause I'm tired like a mother That's when I heard a scream and the car burning rubber I grabbed my gat and I ran outside I saw my baby the on the ground and they beating him down They had him outnumbered one to eight they calling him a fag and they kicking his face for feet. I put my gat and I'm letting it spit. And I don't really care, give a fuck who I hit. They jump in the car, now they run like bitches. The dead motherfuckers just dug their ditches. Run from the faggots, run from the faggots. You know it's worse than GK, but bring the rock. Yes, run from the faggots, run from the faggots. I guess you picked the wrong fucking fag to fuck with. Run from the faggots, run from the faggots. You know it's worse than GK, but bring the rock. Yes, run from the faggots, run from the faggots. I guess you picked the wrong fucking fag to fuck with. Get away, that's impossible Cause I'ma terrorize them like a gang of A-Raps Cause they picked the wrong fucking fag to gay bash I know who they are cause I've seen them before And now you know it's time for me to settle the score So I call my dogs and we hit the streets Three craziest fags that you hate to me So we headed out to this country bar We drove around the back and we spotted the car So we laid low and then four came out And when they turned around we stuck the gas in their mouth Put them on their knees, now they're sucking our dicks We met it on our face and we watching it drip Now get the fuck up Give you three to run, one, two, the motherfuckers are done. Run from the faggots, run from the faggots. You know that Jose G came up with the rockets. Run from the faggots, run from the faggots. I guess you picked the wrong fucking fag to fuck with. Run from the faggots, run from the faggots. You know it's Jose G came up with the rockets. Run from the faggots, run from the faggots. I guess you picked the wrong fucking fag to fuck with. Yo, you know I'm saying once, yo, there was a time back in the days. Motherfuckers used to run up on fags and figure, you know, you could do whatever the fuck you want to them, you know what I'm saying? But this is like a new time, a new motherfucking age. So the next motherfucker you run up on trying to call, call yourself what? Gay bash motherfucker? You're gonna end up being a motherfucking fag yourself. Believe that shit, kid. Now we're hunting for the head to rolls. Four down and four motherfuckers to go. So we lay low and stay blazed on weed. That's when we get the call and that's all we need. We get the address of the place they rest. Grab the artillery and bags of sex. Kick in the door and we see y'all victims. Four rednecks and the girls are with them. Step in the room and you can smell the fear. Don't nobody move cause the fags are here. Bought a party, only watch you make it. Make gold the guy strip and get butt naked. Put them on the knees, now we're fucking them all. Lick the shit off my cock, now you're rubbing my balls. The girl's in tears and she watch you suck it. I guess you picked the wrong fucking fag to fuck with. Run from my faggots, run from my faggots. You know twisted G came up with the rockets. Run from my faggots, run from my faggots. I guess you picked the wrong fucking fag to fuck with. Run from the faggots, run from the faggots. You know that twisted G came up with the rockets. Run from the faggots, run from the faggots. I guess you picked the wrong fucking fag to fuck with. Biatch motherfuckers. Check yourself, motherfuckers. Next time you try to run up on a motherfucker, haha, <laughs> I have something for your ass. Yeah, you've tested me in the past. Oh, you've tried a number of things. Yeah. I was about to get in the Guinness Book of Records for the longest yardage of snot between one nostril and the wall, and you let me down. And shall I tell you what I'm going to do now? I'm going to get the Guinness Book of Records to recognise me as the number one cunt kicker in in the world. And I spread her legs apart, and I put my huge great nailed shoes on her. I kicked her and I kicked her in the cunt for half a fucking hour till I was exhausted. And then I said, Dolly, will you get a Polaroid of that? And the cunt wouldn't even get up. Why, I can't.